The Revelations of St. Gertrude, written by herself. Continuing Chapter 23 As I cannot express by my words either the number or the value of the gifts thou hast bestowed on me, permit me, O giver of gifts, to offer thee in thanksgiving a sacrifice of joy in a spirit of humility, especially for having prepared a dwelling in my heart according to thy desire and mine. But there are two favors which I especially esteem. The first is that thou hast imprinted on my heart the glorious marks of thy saving wounds, and that thou hast truly and deeply pierced this same heart with the wound of thy love, so that, even if thou hadst never granted me a greater consolation, either exteriorly or interiorly, thou hast conferred such happiness on me by these two alone, that even if I lived for a thousand years, I should find each hour more consolation, thanksgiving, and instruction than I could possibly contain. Thou hast also granted me thy secret friendship by opening the sacred ark of thy divinity, thy deified heart to me, in so many manners as to be the source of all my happiness. Thou hast also revealed to me hidden mysteries concerning thy judgments and thy beatitudes, and thou hast so often melted my soul by thy loving caresses, that if I did not know the abyss of thy overflowing condescensions, I should be amazed were I told that even thy blessed mother had been chosen to receive such extraordinary marks of tenderness and affection. By all these marks of thy gentle love, thou hast led me to a salutary knowledge of my faults, and at the same time spared my shame with so much charity that it would seem as if the loss of half thy kingdom were less to thee than to cause me a momentary confusion for my imperfections. Therefore, in order to make them known to me, that it's used this wise expedient, discovering to me the defects which displease thee in others, and of which, when I entered into myself, I found I was more guilty than they were, although thou didst not give me the least sign of having perceived them in me. Further, thou hast won my soul by thy faithful promises of benefits at my death and after it. And if I had only obtained this favor from thee, it would be sufficient to fill my heart with the most lively hope and desire. But the ocean of thy infinite mercy was not yet exhausted. For thou hast heard the frequent prayers which I address to thee for sinners for their souls or for other considerations. To crown all these benefits, thou hast given me thy sweetest mother, the Blessed Virgin, for my advocate, and thou hast lovingly recommended me to her many times, with the same ardor as a faithful bridegroom would recommend his beloved bride to his own mother. Thou hast also often sent the princes of thy court to minister to me, as thy kindness, my God, judged it expedient for my advancement. But when for my soul's good thou hast deprived me for a time of some of thy delights, I have yielded to a weak and shameful ingratitude, and have forgotten thy gifts, as if they had been of no benefit to me. If by thy grace I discovered what I had lost, and asked thee to restore it, thou didst immediately give me all, as if it had been a deposit which I had entrusted to thy keeping. 
besides these favors, thou didst grant me others of the utmost value. Another Sunday after Pentecost, thou didst elevate me, or rather thou didst ravish me, to so close a union with thyself, that I marvel more at a miracle how I have lived since then as a creature among creatures, and am even more amazed and even horrified that I have not amended my faults as I was bound to do. Nevertheless, the fountain of thy mercy has not dried up for me, O Jesus, of all lovers the most loving, the only one who loves the ungrateful truly and disinterestedly. For after a time, having forgotten my vileness, unworthy that I am, and having begun to disrelish those things which are the joy and praise of heaven and earth, thou didst arouse me from my torpor and excite me to gratitude by revealing to a certain person, who was very devout and familiar with thee, some particulars of the gifts which thou hast bestowed on me, which they could not have known by human means, since I had not revealed them to any human being, so that I heard from their lips what was only known to my secret heart. Eternal Father, may all that is, that is in heaven, on earth, or in the deep, may all things which have been, which are, or which will be, render thee thanks and praise. Even as gold shines most clearly when surrounded by various colors, even as black appears darker by contrast with them, so is the blackness of my ungrateful life when compared with the splendor of the divine benefits so abundantly bestowed on me. For I have only received them as an unfortunate abuser of thy graces, as if thou never didst more for me than when I did least for thee. Even when thou didst seek hospitality in my poor dwelling, thou, who reposest in the loving bosom of thy celestial Father, I have been so negligent and so careless in entertaining thee. O Lord, who adorned the stars with beauty, far from recognizing the graces thou didst bestow on me, I have been so ungrateful as to outrage thee by despising these things, by seeking strange pleasures, and by preferring the bitterness of exterior things to the sweetness of thy celestial manna. I have distrusted thy promises, O God of truth, as if thou wert a man who couldst lie or fail in fidelity. Alas, I have also offended the goodness with which thou hast heard my unworthy prayers so favorably by hardening my heart against thy will, and sometimes pretending not to understand thy will, lest the reproaches of my conscience should oblige me to obey it. I have also despised the aid of thy most glorious mother and of the blessed spirits whom thou hast sent to me. And I have been so unhappy as to prove an obstacle even to my earthly friends on whom I have leaned instead of relying on thee alone. And far from increasing my gratitude and my vigilance over my faults on seeing that thy charity continued thy favors, I returned the evil for good and had the hardihood to live even more carelessly. But my greatest fault is that after the incredible union which I have had with thee, I have not feared to sully my soul again with the same defects which thou hast permitted to continue in me 
in order that I might conquer them, and thus obtain greater glory with thee in heaven. I have sinned also, in that when thou didst discover to my friends thy hidden favors, to excite my gratitude, I failed in accomplishing thy designs therein, by rejoicing in a human manner, and neglecting to correspond with thy designs by the duty of gratitude. O adorable creator of my soul, permit the groans of my heart to rise even to heaven in expiation of all these faults. Accept my grief for the immense number of offenses which I have committed against the nobleness of thy divine goodness. I offer it to thee with all the gratitude and all the reverence which thou hast enabled me. For all in heaven, on earth, and in the deep, through the merit of thy beloved Son, and by the power of thy Holy Spirit. Since then, I am altogether incapable of producing fruits worthy of penance. I implore thy mercy, O my sweetest love, to inspire those hearts which have sufficient fidelity and zeal to appease thee by a sacrifice of propitiation, to repair for my defects by their sighs, prayers, and other good works, and to pay the debt of praise which I owe to thee alone, O Lord my God. Thou knowest that I have only written these things from a pure love of thy glory, in order that many who shall read them after my death may be touched by thy sweetness and clemency. But I give thanks with all my might, O Lord, my Creator and Recreator, to thine infinite mercy, that from the abyss of thy overflowing goodness thou hast made known to me that whosoever shall remember me for thy glory, either by praying for sinners, giving thanks for the elect, or any other good works, shall not leave this world until thou hast granted him the grace to become pleasing to thee, and so order his heart that thou mayest find joy and pleasure therein, for which may eternal praise be given to thee. Chapter 24 Conclusion Behold, O loving Lord, I offer thee the talent of thy condescending intimacy, which thou hast confided to me, vile creature that I am. I have traded with it for love of thy love in that which I have written. I boldly declare by thy grace that I have had no other motive in saying or writing these things except that of obeying thy will of promoting thy glory, and of zeal for the salvation of souls. I desire, therefore, that all should praise thee and give thee thanks, that my unworthiness has not caused thee to withdraw thy mercy from me. I desire also that thou shouldst be praised for those who, reading these things, are charmed with the sweetness of thy charity, and inwardly drawn to desire the same. Grant, I beseech thee, to all who read these writings with humility, the peace of thy love, compassion for my miseries, and a salutary compunction for their furtherance in perfection, so that elevating their hearts toward thee with burning love, they may be like so many golden censers, whose sweet odors shall abundantly supply all my negligence and ingratitude. Amen. This has been taken from The Revelations of St. Gertrude, Part 2 of The Life and Revelations of St. Gertrude the Great, 
first published in English in 1862. This work is available through Tan Books. For more information, call 1-800-437-5876 or find them on the web at www.tanbooks.com. This work is in the public domain.